Welcome everyone to BS with RNS podcast episode 17. Let me crack this bitch open. <sighs> Sean Alfred Butler Patterson. <laughs> oh, I, I was a butler in my own home. Ain't that a bitch? Do you need another drink? Would you like me to change the song for you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anybody like ginger ale? Ginger ale, anyone? Even though I know this will make his next plot to take over the world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is his villain arc right here. <laughs> the real X will be made. Exactly. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't let me buy my little sister a bike. And now I must blow up the world. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> She-Hulk twerking in her office with Meg the Stallion? That wasn't empowering right there? No. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. We're going to see the butts. Come on, man. Come on, man. Just shut up. Give me some coke. Then, oh, God, what's his name? The best friend. Oh, Pete Ross. Pete. That guy that played Pete. The, his edge up was touching his eyebrows all the time. That <laughs> bugged the shit out of me. Bug the shit out of me like, on that bro, that's one. not accurate. Get him out of here. What's up, everybody? This is Rich. And this is Sean. Welcome into episode 17. How are you, my good man? Oh, recuperating after this 4th of July week. How about yourself, sir? Word. How was the 4th, man? You you, you <laughs> say and then I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, I Sucked that it was on a Tuesday. Hey. Uh, well, hey, what are you going to do? So it's going to be on a Wednesday, so it'll be on hump day next year. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, was, it was very good. Had was hosting this year, uh, had a lot of friends over, including yourself. Uh, but it was a great outing. Unfortunately, it sucks when your house gets trashed. That's why I didn't want to do that. We <laughs> end up fighting like bottles and bottle caps and all other bullshit around, but other than that, it was a great outing. You know what I'm saying? It was spelt with family and friends, so I couldn't ask for anything better. Nice. Then we go to the night dish. So decided to get some fireworks. You've never done that before. You know what I'm saying? Just if I'm a host, that's one thing I'm going to I'm gonna give it my all. So you saw when you came over the water slides, the mm -hmm. cornhole, the music, the food. I had the trampoline. I had everything. Cornhole champ right here. Cornhole champ uh, right here. Just gonna say. Well, I thought that thought that was your niece. Uh, she was on my team. <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, okay. I won the final the final bag on the board, man. That's what won it. I'm taking full credit. Sit down. <laughs> And like a responsible host, I was not allowed to have any fun. It was basically, how's everybody else having fun out here? <laughs> well, you're until you jump on my grill. You're glorified Sean Alfred Butler Patterson. <laughs> oh, I, I was a butler in my own home. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> me Do you need another <laughs> drink? Would you like me to change the song for you? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anybody like ginger ale? Ginger ale, anyone? It really is. I I was the butler in my own goddamn home, and that I I I'll never do that shit again. <laughs> but no, it was fun. So we go to later that night. So uh, my brother, being the introvert that he is, which we were raised to be, uh, he was easing up big firework person or person. So well, I know we every year is like a tradition. We usually go to either uh, one of two places for fireworks show. Mm -hmm. So. My brother didn't want to do it, so unfortunately he doesn't drive, so end up driving him back home. So I get a text from my wife when I'm heading to that area, and she's saying, don't worry about coming up here because there's nowhere to park, and I don't want you to be frustrated. Yeah, and she knows little, me all too well. I, ass to share. It would, it would, I would tell you it'd be like an opening scene of Office Space where <laughs> you're just moving a little bit and just me banging on the steering wheel. That's exactly yep. where we're... And she knows I, I would lose my mind, so... I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to go home. So end up going home. 
I, I, it sucks that I didn't get to hang out with y'all at the end, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. So I get home. Yeah, good reason. <laughs> yes. I, like I said, I after 2022, my my religious faith has gone into shitter. I'll just be completely honest with that. But I do believe Boy, was it brought back. Oh, it, it, ha- it, it brought me on the precipice of being back in on it on board. So I open my garage door after I pull in my driveway and I see a big ass infernal fire smoke in my garage it's like a complete blackout but i tell you this rich it really and i know i said this many times before it looked like the entrance to hell because mm-hmm. as soon as i open it up it's just like i said right in front of you there's a big ass fire mm-hmm. so i the first instinct is oh shit it's right next to the propane tank that i just bought so i run in grab the propane tank and thank god it wasn't like it wasn't hot hot because mm-hmm. again that that would have been a disaster if that ended up exploding inside my home yep. the second thing was oh crap i need to put this out uh i don't want to go in my house and let it i don't know how bad it is in the house let me go grab the water hose and spray it down since it's like in a little isolated area because apparently it melted my little trash my little gallon trash can that was yep. collecting all the junk and all the other trash and crap like that so my stepson micah like i said love him to death smart as lex luther uh yes <laughs> yes which version of which uh lex luther he decides to put the trash can or fill the trash can with all the fireworks that we were sending off for everybody so he says he sprayed it down but i have questions so he said, put it in there, and then he put the trash can inside the garage. So not only am I dealing with the trash and all the meat, like chicken bones and all the other hamburgers, stuff like yeah. that is like melted, but I'm dealing with fireworks as well, too, that was in there. So I'm spraying it all down, making sure everything is all right, go inside my house to make sure nothing's happened. Thank God it, nothing was, it, nothing, it didn't spread to my house. Yep, but it was right there in the middle. So, thank. I mean, again, you like I said, you want to talk about divine invention? You can't yep. get any more divine than that. Me coming home at that exact moment because it could. If I would have went to that fireworks, our house would have been burnt down. So, where and was I, where where location wise was the propane tank to the actual fire? Like, uh, like if you pull it? into my driveway, it was mm-hmm. to the right of the right. So the the fire was right there in the middle, mm-hmm. and the propane tank was literally literally right there on the right hand side. It was basically the fire was ag- or against the propane tank. Okay. So like I said, and that could, that could have been deadly right there for me, right there to just um, running in head first to grab the propane tank. It could have exploded right there, and that w- I would have been out of here. Yeah. So I got to look at it that way as well too. So. And so we get done with everything and or excuse me, we I get done with everything because I'm trying to text my wife and let her know what's going on. But she's service service shit where we were yeah, at. Dude. That's that's what she was saying. So finally got everything under control. Uh, got every or was moving everything out. And that once the pile actually like got under control and I got it watered down, it looked like a it looked like a pizza that you left in the oven for so long mm-hmm. where it's just all black. And that's basically what it was. It was a shit pizza that was in there. <laughs> so, so when we get done with that, I just end up doing, and I'm sitting there reflecting on the, the bullshit that just happened, uh, what just went through and just reflecting like, Oh God, this could have been so much bad or so much worse. I'm just done. glad you were able, you were able to react you were able to go boom propane tank boom yeah. fire like you didn't do anything like i didn't sit there and just like i didn't do the fighter, so, i didn't do I mean, the kevin McAllister and ah! nothing like that right. you know because some people will freeze up and I'll, I'll be it i i have frozen up many a times before but again I, I look at the irony of the situation right there. So mm-hmm. when we built this house before, it was just an empty lot. And the house before, 
that was standing here burnt down. Uh, so that, the irony was not lost too, on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. The irony is not lost on me on that at all. So, like I said, it was just like, I'm not losing my house over some bullshit. So, like I said, <laughs> just sprung into action. But I end up, my uh, son ended up, like, texting me right after. Because I guess when you guys got out of that area, reception started to come back. So he started texting me like, I heard what happened. Uh-huh. I, I hope what happened. So I told him it was just like a couple of material things end up getting like my daughter's um a little table that where she, her and her friend across the street usually like make lemonade and mm-hmm. they are get money for that. And then her 100% replaceable. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, her bike that um she just got about two months ago the back wheels are like completely like melded to the rim mm. and the seat is completely frockulated <laughs> and then and the, the, yeah I, and the one thing that hurts is me my my youngest daughter lydia was talking about it and she has a little baby carriage she doesn't play too much with the baby carriage anymore you know so she I was like, do you want to get rid of this? The wheels kind of falling off. She was like, no, I don't want to get rid of it because that's the one Grandma Teresa got me. And it was like, oh, fair enough, fair enough. So I, well, unfortunately, that ended up getting destroyed as well. So that, yeah, that's that one kind of hurts right there. So like I said, my son ends up calling me and we talk. And he's one of those ones that will beat himself up yep. about it. And He's already a full-time college student, so him just then he's sitting there. Oh, oh, the bike's gone. Oh, 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 I'm ordering one right now. I was like, but do not order it. Right, one hundred percent replaceable. <laughs> exactly, and I had to keep telling him. It's like, but it could have been a lot. I'm trying. I'm already pissed because the text messages were brutal. I was like, what dumbass put this shit in here? And I'm not getting no response back from her, and I'm already. I'm already pissed about that, and now she's not getting back to me. So now I'm, I'm, I'm now you're getting more pissed. Level. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> at the highest level of pissivity that you can get. So, like I said, it, he'll just like, and I had to talk after all that. I ended up having to talk him off the ledge because then my mother-in-law calls me. Um, Micah called. He's very upset about it. Can you talk? I've already talked to him already, mom. It's and like I said, it's material things. Nothing was lost. Nothing got destroyed. Nothing. Or nothing like of anything, nothing really major got destroyed. Everything that got destroyed can be replaced at the end of the day. And that's what I had to tell him. So finally, after a week, I finally got him, you know what I'm saying, back to normal, even though I know this will make his next plot to take over the world. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) This is his villain arc right here. The real X will be made. Exactly. (laughs) He didn't let me buy my little sister a bike. And now I must blow up the world. (laughs) Shut up. No, you don't. Just stop. Dude, like you told me this shit. And uh, I'm telling you, man, a lot of stuff lined up. You didn't end up going. You had planned to go. You didn't. Um, the, The trash can where the fire originated was placed in the middle of your garage not on the side by the walls you have i believe you paid for obviously extended ceilings in your garage they're not just eight foot ceilings you got 10 foot ceilings in there oh yeah and uh i just timing and everything just worked out bro like those are those little things that you will think about for the rest of your life that this was somebody somebody put me here at this time and all the things lined up perfectly. oh yeah yeah my wife is still freaking out because my wife is one of those like i don't want to say a paranoid schizophrenic but she goes to the darker places (laughs) oh dude she does she everything is the extreme right and then she and then she'll do the well, don't you see why I'm like this? I know you call me a prude all the time, but this is why we don't babadoo and all I heard was white noise when she was talking. Well, she didn't want to do like, fireworks. She didn't want to do fireworks, did she? And now she's like, we're never uh, doing them again. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing, because it was it ended up being an eighty dollar um firework a packet that almost burned down my goddamn house so yeah I, and i had to because i had to sneak that in because that you saw her face like where did that come from 
I was like, oh, um, <laughs> just trying to make this the best. <laughs> I had to, I had to blame it on my eleven year old. I was like, Maya made me do it. She she was with me. She told me to get fireworks. <laughs> oh, I oh you couldn't. Oh, I was throwing everybody under the bus on that one right there. Because it's nothing worse than when you got to explain to your spouse your your purchase history. Like as far as like you biting well, yeah, as you guys know, with my my unhealthy obsession with um an auction sure. website. So. Can't and go an episode without talking about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I, and again, it's like like I was telling you, like the last episode about the Flash. You got to warn the world about the evil, and that is evil. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this point right now, like I said, everything is is great, but it, it's just like you sit and reflect, like what could have been, and yep. you hate going to that dark place as well. But all in all, like all's well that ends well, I guess. So. The biggest thing is like, yeah, you can sit you can sit down and reflect on what could have been, but sometimes it can be even more freakier to think about how everything did actually play out. Oh yeah. So like I said, if you, you put all the steps in and what was originally supposed to be the plan, mm-hmm. you you dipped out of the out of the speed force. <laughs> oh, oh can we can we not use that as an example? <laughs> That's the truth. So I met up with my brother, pray, uh, epilogue, or was it epilogue? Epilogue on this one. So I meet up with my brother today. So we're getting uh, the doors done on his house right now. So we went to Lowe's and I finally told him the story because I just like with everything that happened last week between work and this, that bullshit right there, I forgot to tell him. So I was telling him the story about what happened. And he was like, you should thank me. What do you mean I should thank you? Well, if you didn't take me home at that time, traffic wouldn't have been backed up, and then you wouldn't have went home and saw that your household was burnt down. So thank me. Yeah. I, I can't tell you what type of rage that enlists that he wanted to take credit for that. I wanted, and that's my, my, my blood relative, and I wanted to throw him, I wanted to get one of those windows in the door window department and throw him through it. To be honest with you, after he says some bullshit like that, doormat. He has a point. I will say he has a point, but you know what? You don't have to fucking say it out loud like that. <laughs> did he like? Did he even? Did he just immediately come out with that, or did he think? Oh, it was. He didn't. It was just like, yeah, man, yeah, I put it out after and everything did, was like, good. And then he just yeah, goes, he the, "You should have thanked me." Yeah, yeah, he did the whole like, "Damn, that's messed up." Yeah, you know what? You should thank me about that. I said, uh, I thank you. You you little recluse. You sat down away from Because you got everybody. a personality disorder and you don't like being around exactly. people. I had to take your ass home. I should thank you. Thank, thank you for that. I mean, my God, it was <laughs> the only, the two black people that were at that party, the one was de- hiding, the other one was a butler in his home. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> You want to talk about a white invasion? That is exactly <laughs> what that was. Right there. I'm dying over here. <laughs> I want black flights. <laughs> oh my god! So, but all seriousness, like I said, it's just and that this last week has just been, like I said, very eye opening, but very humbling at the same time too. Because again, you just go over what could have been. So, but yeah, that was my Fourth of July, sir. I'm getting agitated just was- talking about it. Mine was pretty good. Uh, Usually we just go to the neighborhood uh, parade, but it's been kind of really disappointing the last few years. Like no bands are in it. The last three, yeah, the last three years it's been very trash. That's why I didn't go this year. To be honest, right? It's literally like nothing. It's the politician parade. It's literally people passing out voting bullshit, and I don't really. Like, okay, this doesn't scream Independence Day. So my sister and brother-in-law, their kids were marching in the Sunbury Parade. um, And their daughter, Chloe, is a senior. So this is like her last thing. And she texted me and wanted to know if we we go up there. And let me tell you, that was a good parade. They had bands. They had tractors. They had cars. They had, I mean, they had everything. So it was was cool to see. Exactly. So like... You know, if you didn't see our parade back in the day, like you missed out on the force, like your force not starting out right. So, but it was nice mm-hmm. to see an actual parade. Uh, that was 
you know, worth getting up and going to see. Nice to see the uh, niece and nephew march in it. Then, you know, came back kind of relaxed and then obviously went to your house and I had a good time. A lot of good food, a lot of good company. And there's like, it's weird, dude. It's like our mafia group that only ever comes out for like wedding of the year where there's people that we, I don't see at all only on the 4th of July. So it's weird that, you know, we've got this group of folks that, Oh, yeah. You know, we've interacted with over the years, but we only see them on the 4th. So I think it's kind of cool. I guess that's probably why the 4th is probably one of my favorite holidays. Just so, you know, we oh, can see it, it always turns out. Whoever's hosting it, it's always like a good time. Yeah, um, especially like our boy Jim Bob that shows up and it's like, oh, my God, yeah. there's more. Yeah, he, I swear a, we, have an a, army. we have a friend. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this It's like, I think his wife melissa lovely person lovely lovely lady but it's like you look at her the wrong way she ends up pregnant so it's, it's like oh my god it was like a whole brood that he brought in it, he now has seven children <laughs> it's the I, Jim Bob I, army. Yeah, I was, oh my god it really is a jim bob army right there because he, he just he, um, how is the the or not the newborn but the one that's before the newborn, I think uh, he has to be like what one? Yeah, if that. <laughs> oh, but, this is what they used to do back in the old days when they needed like uh, extra labor on the farm. Well, yeah. so, um, he does say, live on like, a farm, so he needs all that labor saying? he can oh, get. <laughs> I bless him. He's a traditionalist, so he's trying to go back to the old days. But it, it just—it was like wild to see that's like, oh my gosh, you just had. Did you have this? You just have this. You just have this. You just have this. You just have this. You just have one, and now you got another one. It was like the Wayne's Brothers comment from Dave Chappelle. It's like the Wayne's Brothers. Th there's more. That's what's like. It's the Jim Bob. There's there's more. Like he's creating his own little army of darkness right now, which his so little girl I, is adorable. I just think but, it's it. It's always good to see him and. All the other, yeah. I loved how you had the pools and uh, all the kids got to play together. You obviously mm -hmm. have a trampoline. You know, it was it was relaxing and entertaining. And uh, I wish you would have been able to relax a little bit more. But we had some good drinks, some know, really had, good food. So. With all the joking around, I just like like I said, it was just good having that many people around. It, like I said, normally when I'm around that many people, I my anxiety is through the roof. But thank God right. with this. Zoloft that I'm on, I was like a little bit more subdued, a little bit more chill, and it was it was just fun just to see like the adults like having adult time, and then you see the kids basically like your daughter and my daughter, our youngest mm -hmm. daughters are basically the last one to eat because they're still outside on the slip and slide, basically yep. just playing. So yep. <laughs> it was just it was just cool seeing that everybody. Jim Bob's daughter basically taking over my wife's like little egg chair in the back saying that's hers now. Your son and all his cousins on my trampoline, like doing some some um shady shit on back there. Like as far as like somebody's getting beat up back there, but it's like I got a party host, I can't control this. So you know <laughs> you know what? It's survival of the fittest. <laughs> right. It really looks up. So, but all in all, man, that was fun having everybody over. It really was. Yeah. Another really good fourth. Um, Can't wait nothing... not to do it again. Right. Um, <laughs> another uh, house had a really good fourth of July or leading up to it. Um, I'll just say this. It oh. was pretty funny that, uh, you know, Ooh. found a nice big bag of cocaine in the I'm White House. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, um, that was my next question. Who had a who had a better Fourth of July than I did, or eventful <laughs> July or than I did? Oh, that would be our um, commander. Somebody Chief. affiliated with the administration that currently resides within the White House. Uh, ah. I, I'm pretty sure none of them were there, but this was like mm. a private entrance slash media entrance and people with credentials high security area and i don't know how the hell you get a bag of cocaine but moving you mean on that's your area or you mean that area where um 
nothing or the story keeps changing from day to day on where they found it at and right who it might right. belong to I'm sure and, i'm sure uh, there'll be an indictment in a couple weeks for president trump i'm sure it was his bag of cocaine that's what that was oh absolutely over. they just happened to stumble on it three years yeah, later i'm sure yeah. they'll find some meanwhile <laughs> a certain person's son is on video it looks like he's tweaking out but i mean we're not gonna say anything about that though i mean I, why ruin the why ruin the 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 fourth of july conversation so uh what what bullshit we got to talk about today sir oh we got a lot of bullshit to talk about um first off we'll start off with the box office numbers sir Yay. so we're gonna look at uh, and I already got it pulled up, so let me present this some bitch. All right, so <clears throat> all right, uh, this kind of piggies back on a few episodes back when we were talking about this future travesty. <laughs> so, uh, right now we're looking at the box office this weekend. So, right now we're looking at um, uh, Insidious the Red Door. End up being the number one spot. Uh, Indiana Jones in the Insidious. Is, is that really still? Uh, is that still James Wan? I believe so. Yes. I I be honest with you, I didn't I didn't know that was like a saga or anything. I already just saw the name Insidious. This I think this Insidious. Is like third movie, maybe third or fourth movie. I don't know. First one. maybe maybe that should have been Indiana Jones's title. Indiana <laughs> Jones and the Insidious Red Door. And then you got number three, Sound of Freedom, which uh, dropped down from the number one spot a week earlier. So Indiana Jones has not even hit the number one spot at all. So let's talk about this right here. Why did Indiana Jones flop? So right now I get an article from Digital Spy. It says why Indiana Jones and the Dollar of Destiny has been a box office flop. I don't know because there was no reason to make a number five. Number two, you end up um, killing off his son, Shia LaBeouf. Number three, how many times does is it Miriam? Marion, Miriam, whatever. Yeah. 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 So I from I mean, I'm not spoiling anything because I've not seen it, but I, I don't think I plan on going to seeing this at all. I'll wait till it comes out on service. But from what I are from the synopsis of it, he basically is an old man. Him and his wife are split up because their son died. It's like how many times do those two have to get back together? First, yeah. it was the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then it was that god-awful Crystal Skull crap. And then now they're getting, I, apparently they're divorced and possibly getting back together in this one. So that's three times. They're talking about that love story. Then so now he's, like that, a, now he's like a drunken old man, isn't he? He's like a drunk old man. It's like, why does Disney feel the need to castrate all these strong male characters in their movies? So Let's look at Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker basically was castrated in his own movie to make way for a female to take over. I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with a female being ahead of anything, but when you have to destroy a established male character to put over this new character that nobody asked for, right? That's when you have a problem. And I think that's the main reason why Star Wars is in the state that is in, and now Indiana Jones is that in the state that it is in. And we've said this many a times too. The third Indiana Jones is to me that 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 was it. I don't whenever I hear that. that, whenever I hear that theme, the Indiana Jones march, yeah, I visualize them riding off into the fucking sunset. Like that's where it should have been. Like I don't, I don't get that from. I don't visualize anything else when I hear that. I'm like when they're talking about how he got named after the dog and which way are we going this way and the. F and music starts and they just ride off into the yeah. canyons into the sunset like that's the only thing i think that's the end that is the end F these two films man yeah. exactly uh sean connery i mean we even you you suspend the disbelief where indiana jones has his scottish father he does not have an accent whatsoever but his father has this strong scottish <laughs> accent you get on that one because the performance between sean connery and indiana jones they played off each other so well in that movie. Yep. So they, at the end of the day, like I said, I I, I count um, the Last Crusade as the final installment right there. 
the yep. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Fooey. There's so yep. much they there's so much with that one right there, but there's so many flaws with that too. But they could have capitalized off of that and made this fifth one worth something. But even from looking at the previews from it, mm-hmm. it just looked dog shit. Yep. Really honest with you. And it's not I not to sound like one of those old fogies, but it's not what I what we grew up with. Yep. Not my Indiana I, Jones. Exactly. Not my Star Wars. So Disney has found a way to yet again kill another franchise. Going off piggybacking off of that. So the sound of freedom uh during the fourth of July week was the number one in the box office. Yeah. Jim Apparently Kniezel. a lot of, uh, with John, Jim Kniezel. Yeah, absolutely. And the articles galore that came out trying to justify why it was number one is it always this is why no one trusts our mainstream media anymore because instead of letting the letting it play out, it's like you saw a certain a certain side mm-hmm. of media basically report that is it's full of QAnon, it's a conspiracy theory, it couldn't be that it's just a good movie that touches on child it basically trafficking child trafficking thank you trafficking of youngins based on a true story absolutely so they leave that fact out that it's uh based on a true story but apparently it's a conspiracy theory because there's a certain narrative that they want to push and at the end of the day like i said the media, the mainstream media has lost all credibility. And I hate saying it too, but I'm just going to say it. Even the left, are, like your liberal mainstream medias have lost a lot of credibility because they, it's not so much that they report out on it, but they don't retract anything at all when it's yeah. turned out to be a true story or a false story. There's no retraction. There's no my bad. There's nothing like that at all. There is just, uh, we'll find something else to keep you preoccupied with. So uh, go see see Indiana Jones, a typical bloated Hollywood produced blockbuster of our messaging. We don't want you to dodge our movie for this. And since when did it become, since when did it become a conspiracy theory to talk about child exploitation and child trafficking and, the billions and billions of dollars that that disgusting group of people make on that all around the world kind of makes you wonder, though. I mean, if we're going to go down a conspiracy theory statement that you put on here, you know, maybe there's some of that money funneled into Hollywood. You never know. Hmm. I wonder why. Well, they've been saying it for years. And like I've always said, it's it, people have been saying this for years. But the analogy I have always used, and I'll use it again because I like people to understand where I'm coming from because, again, I would love to be more articulate when I say something. But it's like I know what I'm going to say in my head, but it just comes out as a gobbledygook. But the analogy I always use is it's like trying to tell somebody two plus two is four, but then you start shoving marbles up your ass. So it basically is it doesn't dispute the fact that two plus two is four. But you do it in such a crazy way when you start shoving marbles in your ass, then people don't want to listen to what you got to say. Like your Alex yep. Jones, your Farrakhan's, yep. all those people have a propensity of being crazy, mm-hmm. but they're telling you certain things that are true in this world, but we dismiss them as somebody that is crazy. Yep. And no matter how you say it, whether you're screaming, God damn it, there's ah, gay, ah! or if you say, mm-hmm. Me and God had a conversation the other day. Uh, we went out with a, or we went out for a glass of wine, and uh, he told me that there's a lot of uh, uh, stuff going on in Hollywood that we should. T- Either way you look at that, yeah. it's crazy, and that's how they paint those guys out to be. So you don't believe them. Yep. So it's been on our face how many years now that this has been going on. They finally make a movie about it, but, and now they're doing all their, all in their power to discredit this movie. It makes yep. you wonder why. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Just I'm sure more why. will come out. I definitely want to see this this flick. Uh, oh, absolutely! A lot of podcasts that I listened to said they saw it and said it was really, really good, really, really well executed, great acting, and it's like a tear a tearjerker from start to finish. Yeah. So all it, yeah. all they did, to be honest with you, after listening to the media talk or try to discredit it, 
All it makes, it makes you want to go see it even more. Oh, Thank absolutely. You. That's all it does. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Good job on that one, guys. Y'all, y'all tried to persuade people not to go. Now it's now people definitely want to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Any thoughts about Indiana Jones? I gave my thoughts. No, I'm not seeing it. No. I, again, I, we're here to cut the bullshit. So say what you got to say. I have no. I have no desire to see a ballless Indiana Jones divorced drunk. Uh, go on a final hurrah and uh, get no. I have no no desire. I think I said my piece two or three episodes ago. With mm-hmm. I I'm just and it's hilarious how much money. What was its percentage that it dropped at the box office uh, in the U.S. 56%. The movie dropped fifty six percent from its opening weekend to add twenty six and a half million to one hundred twenty one point two million to date. So good. I hope it loses even more money. And what does this movie have to make to? essentially turn a profit so 300 million is was its budget was the budget so what they're saying is it needed to make two and a half times its budget so that what would that be what six hundred thousand almost seven hundred or seven hundred million it would probably Mm -hmm. need to make make any type of profit back from it oh i'm a jackass it says it right there it needs to at least make 750 million before it would become profitable which makes you wonder that it was three hundred million to make the movie, so it had to be close to what five hundred million, almost four and a half, four hundred well, fifty million dollars in marketing and bullshit. I was about to say, well, I, you got to figure that three hundred million it it probably has marketing already like edited or factored into that. So gotcha. if you're saying that right there, I mean, a hundred million dollars of it alone was making. I if seeing the previews making it our Harrison Ford look younger or in that terrible CGI. Oh, yeah. And again, oh, here's a good point. This is this is something that I heard that should be extremely alarming to Disney is this movie was in like four thousand theaters and Sound of Freedom was only in two thousand theaters and it still beat it. So that just tells you that I'm sure all these other theaters are like Fuck, we're missing out on making some money. We better pick up this film. If it already mm-hmm. was in half of the the theaters that Indiana Jones was, yeah, uh, that's all. That it's just a big it's stinking just, pile of bullshit. Yeah, it just sucks what they did to Harrison Ford's character. First, first they destroyed Han Solo, and now they destroyed Indiana Jones. It's just, it's like they got a hard on just to destroy this man's legacy or his leg legendary characters. It's oh. in like you said, Lucas it form it's format, I guess. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I got God. some bullshit about uh, uh, my favorite comic character from Marvel, Daredevil. Who that is? So I uh, I follow this guy, uh, the Daily Bugle, uh, Spidey on uh, Facebook. He is um, he he has some really insightful articles. So this was on the third of July, so the day before the fourth, obviously. He said, Netflix Daredevil stuntman Chris Brewster calls out the portrayal of the character in She-Hawk Attorney at Law as bad and compared it to a cartoon. Chris Brewster served as the stunt double for Charlie Cox, Matthew Murdoch Daredevil in three seasons of the Netflix series. He was not brought back to the character's return under Marvel Studios with Justin Eaton taking over his debut for She-Hawk, Echo and Daredevil Born Again. I think that now that the MCU has taken over the character, I think they are really, really hurting it. If you watch She-Hulk, they turned Daredevil into a cartoon. It's an animated, it's all animated and it looks bad. You know, I have CG to enhance real movement, but if you don't have any real movement, it just becomes a cartoon. It's just CG. There's no weight to it. And what always made the action on Daredevil so good is it was so visceral. You felt what Charlie was feeling between his performance and being in there in the action. And anything that you saw, we really did. We had to put somebody on a wire. We needed something to enhance the movement, but it wasn't a cartoon. It was live action. And if you never match the energy that live action has, so I think that She-Hawk was a massive step down as far as the movement goes and the action. And then uh, you can check out the podcast below at Netflix Daredevil stuntman Chris Brewster and his thoughts on the new take on the character. So shout out to uh, Chris Brewster, man. You did excellent work under the Netflix regime that uh, we all love. 
and that was that was my uh that was my number four uh tv show that's convenient but but uh, i mean all that aside i mean come on she hawk twerking in her office with meg the stallion that wasn't empowering right there no come on man. <laughs> I, I, Come on, man. Come on, man. We're going to see the butts. Come on, man. Come on, man. Just shut up. Give me some Coke. Oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So this is just a very interesting. I I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this. Because you have some dark characters in the MCU. That now the evil empire Disney has a hold of. How they're going to end up treating these characters. I mean, now you got Deadpool, you got Wolverine, and now you got Daredevil, which on Netflix, it was a gritty rated R type R, and that's what it was like. You love that. You love the 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 sight of freaking Hell's Kitchen. You mm-hmm. felt that. You know what I'm saying? So, Damn, I feel like we should have talked about this on the last episode when I when I rounded it out with my number four pick. I, I it's just like you just you start like getting so frustrated on what they're doing to like good properties mm-hmm. soon as disney get their hand on anything they just destroy it dude and it's getting so old right now and nobody wants to, i mean with this uh, with that movie just to sidetrack a little bit like elemental mm-hmm. that i heard they're talking about this might be the end of pixar at this point right now just yeah. after that how much movie how much money that movie lost yep and it i mean that's at this point, when was the or what was the last good Pixar movie that was out? Uh, Inside Out, maybe. Yeah, I I I, I can't disagree with uh, that. That was that was like seven years ago, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So so that's what I'm saying. Especially so now they have their hands on a property that everybody loves. Like I said, Daredevil, The Punisher, Deadpool, known to be just like uh, just. It's a rated R, and that's why Netflix brought that to life with the Daredevil and the Punisher series because it got down and dirty with what these characters actually do. It's like they can't be trusted with these properties. They got the money to buy them, but they have nobody there to run it properly, and yeah. that's where we're running. Into. So right now, that's ah, uh, we don't need a stunt man. We'll just CG it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, All right, so, so bullshit. Uh, Indiana Jones sucks. Daredevil's gonna suck. Uh, you got any uh, video game news you want to talk about there, sir? I do. So we will go to... All right, this is from Polygon from June 30th, 2023. The Lord of the Rings. Gollum developer to close after disaster's launch. Oh. I'm going to scroll up real quick, and I want you to see what their their golem look like. <laughs> what, what in the is blue that? is that? That is bad. That's the thing. So, so right now they 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 put out a product that they knew was not finished that looked like this, and they decided it was going to be a triple A game. Word. <laughs> So right now, oh, I forget how I don't know how you pronounce this name or the company. Daedalic, the Dalek, cancels a second Lord of the Ring games in development. So basically, it was so awful that, that they so shut bad. down the studio and already to see. Oh my lord! So yeah, you got that right there. Being a Lord of the Ring fan myself, you hate to see this shit. Right, again, they're still trying to market off of the early success of Peter Jackson's trilogy phenomenal i don't even know how to describe this image on an audio format other than complete bullshit yes (laughs) like it's i I don't even uh, (laughs) i'll try to put it this way what it looks like if anybody has a son and they've been in a room for a couple days and they just come out for the first time this is what golem looks like i wouldn't even say that because he looks and sunburned it's like he's emaciated uh been sitting in the sun and this is just really bad a whole, a whole... i mean look at the matted hair the big bug eyes the ears he uh he's he looks like all those like sarah mclaughlin commercials where <laughs> for dollars a day you can help fight feed as starving elf 
you know yeah. it's just like it's that kind of bullshit right there so good on you i'm glad they're i'm glad they're shutting down because the fact that they put this piece of garbage out and decided like oh this is fine is beyond me this is like measurable to like back in the day when you would get an action figure and you're like yeah that looks nothing like the character but it's cool it's an action not at all they can only do so much and now you're like expecting to see at least something tangibly that you could grab onto and be like yeah that's that's Gollum or that's that's superman that's spider-man i get it yeah like that's not even close dude (laughs) and mind you this is on it look and looking at this again this is on a next gen console right here i've seen graphics on playstation 2 that look better than this yeah yeah like there used to be there was a lord of the rings game that came out like mm-hmm. it, there was a trilogy game that came out, and it was twenty times better than what this horse shit is right here. And that was for PlayStation Two. Yeah, and then you're going to try to do this, so you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit, as my daughter says. And I'm glad you're closing down. I'm sorry that a lot of people are about to lose their jobs, but eh, well, again, yeah, this is what you is. This is what your job entails, and you think that's success? Oh yeah, you, and you took, thought you this guys was... took a giant check and said oh i guess we got to do this and then this and is the some executive out, whatever, yeah. and some whatever. executive looked at this and said this is okay put let's get ready for distribution this looks like yeah, a zombie ass. that that crawled out of mount dune after like it, this is bad really bad oh if uh anybody yeah. listening you should totally look this image up it is yes I would never say it was especially gone. if you're a lord especially if you're a lord of the rings fan this will make you ill yeah like for sure. what this golem looks like ill all right so on top of that so uh let's get away from that bullshit and let's look at another video game and i'll make this quick so i am a very big um i'm a very big uh what's the word i'm looking for dead by daylight fan Dead by Daylight is pretty. It's one of those simple games. Mm-hmm. So you got four survivors and one killer. Oh, your objective is to finish like five generators, open the door, and escape from the killer. Okay. So it definitely comes with different perks that you can do to give upgrades along with the killer. So right now, um, Dead by Daylight signed with our old friend, and I'm sharing this right now. The suspense yeah. is killing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage has joined oh. the survivors of Dead by Daylight. Now, when I told you about that, you said no fucking way. And no, I showed my wife this. She's like, you can't be serious. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna tell you right now, this is, is this probably dude seriously still hard up for cash that he's got him. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, but to be fair though it is kind of funny because he has voice lines in there especially when he gets hit oh and then uh, (laughs) yeah so (laughs) it hit me in the back just (laughs) the bees Ah, not the bees no (laughs) and again that thank you for reminding me about that so if anybody's seen any of his shitty movies like the Wicker Man, like my friend just so eloquently uh, quoted from. Feel free to purchase this game, uh, download a killer, and kill Nicolas Cage. Because, again, this is one thing that, I like I said, I think this is awesome right here. Now you got an actual Hollywood actor in there. Because they did, actually, no, excuse me, this is their second Hollywood actor. Because they do have a survivor, Ash, from Evil Dead. He's okay. actually a survivor as well, too. Okay. But this is like one that's not everybody know who. Um, oh, God, what is his name? Oh, Lord. Come on. Come on, Rich. Help me out, man. I'm drawing a blank right now. What's his I, name? Uh, from Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Uh, Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. Thank you. Bruce Campbell. Oh, uh, Bruce Campbell. Not everybody know who Bruce Campbell is. Bruce Campbell is one of those. Once you see his face, you know who he is. Like, oh, that guy. But everybody knows who Nicolas Cage is. Yep. So I think this is just kind of awesome. They his his survivor perks are actually pretty good right here. But I go back to except he has no money. Oh, (laughs) he's got to be doing well. 
Well, I, like I like I said, or I was telling the other guys when I was, or the other coworkers when they were looking at it. So <clears throat> Nicholas Cage is actually Nicholas Coppola. Mm-hmm. And you might ask what that name means. So Francis famous, Ford Coppola's that is his nephew. Yeah, famous director, Godfather, a lot of great movies that he's directed, and this is his nephew, basically. But Nicolas Cage wanted to go off his own merits, and so he changed his name to Nicolas Cage instead of Nicolas Coppola, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. You want to try to do it on your own. You don't want anybody, but let's be honest. He's not hard up for money at all because he comes from money. He's yeah. just trying to make his own way. Has he had some stinkers? Absolutely. But he has a, he's had a lot of good movies as well, too, so I can't really harp on him too bad. Like I said, uh, what gone in 60 seconds loved it uh raising arizona loved it but then what was that one that you pulled up that just all bad overacting with nicholas cage uh con air no Mark remember Cruz it was just put... like oh the flash movie yeah the flash movie yeah he was in there. well not the, <laughs> i mean he was cgi in there that don't count but I'm talking about like just his awful like deliveries on some of his lines face off was garbage Oh God! Face off. Oh, what was you about to say, Con Air? Con Air, face off. The Rock was good. Uh, it doesn't really stand the test of time, but I still like that movie. It's a good action flick, probably because Sean it actually Conner's does. In it. Ah, it it was what it was for the '90s. Let's be honest. Yeah, it, I mean, so, when you get down to the nitty gritty of the plot, you're like, yeah, fucking right. But it was still an entertaining, yeah. uh, entertaining flick, and had a lot of good people in it. But and I do so like are you gonna game. are you gonna kill Nicolas Cage in this game or what's your plan here? Well, my plan is number one to actually play as Nicolas Cage because when there's new survivors that come out, you usually use their unique perks as they call it. You don't use anybody else's; you use the one that's assigned to that character, and gotcha. you get a trophy basically. So I'll do gotcha. that. But after that, Nicolas, Nicolas Cage are. I'll build it up where I can actually start learning his perks, which survivors can do. They can learn other survivors' perks and build okay. like a super perk, if you will. That's the only thing I'll do. After that, it's on. I'm going to beat him up with like Leatherface, with Michael Myers. Uh, dude, I, I have plans for Nicolas Cage right now. <laughs> Stay tuned, oh. folks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, he's out of here. So <laughs> we're going to have a oh, ranking my... of how did you kill Nicolas Cage this week, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> With the bees. Uh, Nicol- ah, not the bees. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Nicolas Cage's kill count. We're up to 100 now. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's one thing. Um, and there was something else I was going to say, but it probably wasn't that important. But I just, like I said, I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention just in case you are not a Nick Cage fan. And Lord knows you can't get to him personally, so why not virtually? Beat shit out of me if you need to. And that's uh, speaking of Nicholas Cage, um, I was watching some uh some shows since we're gonna try to lean into our, our countdown, but um an older documentary um that I don't think I brought up on the show what it's called Murder Mountain. It was on Netflix, I want to say it was from like 2018, 2019. Um my wife Kim, she listens to a shit ton of crime podcasts, and uh, she got it as a recommendation from one of the hosts that she listens to. And it was a, uh, it is basically centered around this area in California, and it kind of breaks down the history of the hippie movement and how they went off on their own and started growing marijuana. And basically, like eighty percent of the United States inventory of marijuana comes out of this one general area out of California. And it kind of showed you how pe- it's basically centered around this one kid who went up there to make some money and disappeared. And then it the backdrop is all the people that are uh doing it illegally on the black market. And then it kind of rolls into when California legalized it and they're still putting these people out of business with all their regulations and fees and money and um you know i'm not much of a i'm not a like a marijuana uh fan i've never never dabbled with it but uh it was a pretty interesting uh very interesting never dabbled with the the devil's lettuce the devil's lettuce yeah yes excuse me so like it was pretty good uh we watched it really quickly and then uh 
Witcher season three, which I call the final season because Henry Cavill is leaving after the season and Kim and I are like two episodes in and I'm enjoying it so far. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all the shows I've been watching. You? Mm. Uh, well, actually, I've been watching a little bit of anime right now. Um, nice. But I've been watching. Yeah, uh, I'm actually into this one show. I, I'm actually been binging it for the last like two days now. It's called uh, The Promised Neverland. Okay. It's based, It's one of those horror animes, which, like I said, Japan just don't give a shit. Right. And that's what I love about watching. They do not give two shits. So the whole premise about this one is that there's an orphanage that the sisters are basically called moms there. So they mm-hmm. raise them until they're able to find a family. Mm-hmm. But And then they once they find a family... They release them or the sister walks them to the gate and all is lost and they're said all our other brothers and sisters there are kind of sad with it but they know that the kid's going to a better place so then they just go about it and it's like well why haven't they or why haven't connie like sent us a message or it's kind of weird that joseph hasn't sent us a message you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. then it's turned out that it's basically like a world where there's half demons, half humans, and they're ba- oh, sure. they're going at war with each other. But the truce is we'll stop killing you. You stop killing us. But one condition is we like human flesh, especially oh, human brain. Damn. Damn. So you, we will have a couple of farms where you will farm. We'll have the women give birth. The, the sisters are what they call moms will raise them t- uh make sure that they are doing everything right make so sure they're sacrifices right. essentially exactly so by wow. the age of 12 they're, i guess they're at the ripe age where the brain activity is perfect for them and it's a their brains are like a delicacy wow so then like a couple of, of course a couple of kids uh catch on to conspiracy and try to escape and the sisters like just cunning, and then you go to their backstories. It's just like it's all fucked up. Wow. But yeah, one of those ones where, like I said, Japan just don't give two shits. Like, when you see like normally what you don't see in like American movies where or America um, animation, Japan mm-hmm. just said f yourself. Hold we're gonna every, every exactly. We're gonna put everything in there. So that's one I'm watching right there. The Promised Neverland. I I suggest. If you have a Funimation account, that is a good one to watch and a good one to bend. So I'm on halfway through season two right now. And like nice. I said, it is, it's actually phenomenal. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's what uh, I'm right Let's take it to the number three TV show, bro. What's your number three? All right. Number three. Let me get rid of Nick Cage. He stinks. <laughs> get out of here, Nicholas. Yeah, I said, get out of here, you jackass. So my number three. Is home improvement. <laughs> love it. I freaking love this movie. Tim Allen, Man, Tim the Two Man Taylor. As a family, bro. Every oh, dude, that's ex- every uh, was it Wednesday or Thursday night? One of the two. But I tell two. you, dude, that was my mom, my brother, myself. That's where we would sit down. I, my mom would howl at mm-hmm. how funny the show was. There was a clip that just came out, or I was browsing through Instagram, and it was a clip where it's him and the young son, and they got their shirts off, and they're working on the garbage disposal, and the son's asking them, like, what's the yellow line mean? Well, you see, son, the yellow represents the sun. So that's the one that's the brightest, so you got to cut it. So, of course, if anybody's seen Home Improvement, (laughs) his whole stick is just him getting jacked up. Because he's trying to be a handyman, but he's just, he's he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His, his wife is like helping him out. His sidekick, Al Borland, is the one who knows what he's doing, but he's just a sidekick. And then yep. when it comes to just life advice, you always went to uh, Wilson behind the picket fence and you never saw his face at all, which I always thought was kind of cool. And yeah. oh God, I'm looking at IMDb. That's what he looked like. Oof. Yeah, he passed away not too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, so, so yeah, that is my number three. I would suggest anybody who. Oh my lord, she 
Patricia Heaton got oh, oh my lord, she looks like a golden girl. <laughs> oh, and she still looks fine. I'll be honest, Jill, so. Jill, Jill, oh, Jill, oh lord, no, that was a good I, show, I love man. how I'll be honest with you. I like or just real quick, I like the uh <laughs> description of her whiskey voice. Patricia Richardson is best known as Jill. <laughs> Whiskey voice. Nobody, nobody wants to be described as that, right? <laughs> I like they're doing, they're like they're doing her a favor, right? So yeah, that is my number three. Uh, oh, that would be pick, home improvement. That's a good pick. Uh, yes. my number one or number one, my number oh, three. Ahead, is I see. St- staying in the old uh, superhero camp was uh. Smallville. Uh, ah. Absolutely love loved Smallville. Uh, I catch so much shit from my brother uh, that I stuck it out to the very end. This came out when I want to say we were juniors in high school uh, or maybe even seniors, but I think I've said this before. We did not have cable in our house when we were growing up. So like UPN or WB Channel 53 did not come in very well on regular broadcast television so i used to take a vhs tape to my old history teacher and he would record it and then bring it back to me and that's how i watched probably the first season and a half two seasons of it until like the dvds came out and this show to me was uh really really revolutionary um they did the no tights no you know no superman whatever but they played it really well i loved michael rosenbaum as lex luther got to meet him in chicago at a con got a couple signatures um i know him and tom welling yeah i I know that him and tom welling are doing a lot of like smallville uh panels and circuits and stuff like that but i just love this show like the acting was excellent in it the the teen angst was not overhyped um, it was believable. Maybe it's because like I was in high school at the time, so I related to it, I guess. But um, I-, I thought it was very well done. The graphics, the special effects in a show at this time were very, very well executed. And it was just like a superhero uh, show with a little bit of the creepy X-Files um, villain of the week type of scenario. And mm-hmm. I just I just loved it. So my number three show. Smallville. Okay, I then I'll bless you for sticking it out. I think after season six, I I threw in the white flag myself. I was done. It's all right. There was too many pro- too many promises. Uh, I was like, it's been six years now, and he's still in high school. What is up with this? I'm I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I think the when, one uh, thing they dropped the ball on him what? basically being aroused is what um, activated his heat vision. <laughs> remember that horse shit oh yeah that's like oh, i was like what so he gets hard and then as i oh lord okay <laughs> lana that's coming new. in with a with a string shirt on the heat's out in high school and boom mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> and now he burnt down the barn because he can't control his hormones <laughs> oh lord <laughs> fantastic no i liked it i loved all the characters except for uh Annette O'Toole, she was awful on that show. She was, she oh. cannot act worth a shit. Uh, oh yes, I, she can. Stop no, it. Boo. Go Stop back it. and watch it, bro. Stop. She like, oh god, oh, Martha's no. in it. Oh god. Um, oh no, Chloe, the one, oh, or yeah, no, the one that's oh, in prison Chloe, right now. I, I, the <laughs> one that's, or no, I think she might be getting out now for Allison um, Mack. Allison Mack, I thought well, I hated her, and then mm-hmm. I, oh, then oh god, what's his name? The best friend. Oh, Pete Ross. Pete, the guy that played Pete, the, his edge up was touching his eyebrows all the time. That bugged the <laughs> shit out of me. Bugged the shit out of me on like, that. Bro, that's not accurate. Me. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, oh. It's not even that Pete was actually a white guy in the comic books. It's just the fact that that do yourself a favor, check that out. And check his eyebrows and his uh hairline. Oh, it's despicable. And I know we are talking shit. Both of us are losing our hair here. <laughs> oh, that's what <laughs> I, I accepted that a How long time ago. Dare you represent like that when you've got hair still, bitch? Oh, oh, I can't stand people who take their hair for granted. Yep. 
All right, bro. That's my number three. All right, sir. Always a great time. Uh, Absolutely. We did not get any emails this episode, uh, and if we did, I missed them. But uh, if you want to email the show, tell us uh, what you think of our picks or uh, any of the bullshit we talked about. That's uh, bswrspodcast at gmail.com. And, Sean, always a pleasure. Keep your head up, my man, so you don't step in a big pile of bullshit. This is Rich. And love, peace, and chicken grease, as always. This is Sean. Thanks again for listening and supporting this RS production and giving this podcast a shot. I got to give a shout out to Brendan McPherson for his badass psychosis instrumental music that is attached to this podcast. Welcome everyone to BS with RS. Ah, shit. I knew I was going to fuck it up. Ah, fuck. All right. Uh, all right. Oh, take two. Hello. Beep, beep. Bitch. Uh, before you do, I'm going to go get me uh, another day drinking beverage. Ah, fair enough. Uh, you do your thing, sir. Just, Hang just on. grab your drink. I'll get one for you too. Oh, how benevolent! <laughs>